Okay, not loud enough then. <laughs> A little extra click. Yeah, dude, it's all good. We're going to go to the rhythm of my click. Ooh. Yeah, needs drinking some water. Is that the, coffee? What is that? This is coffee. Oh, look Because we're you. doing an early morning. We've never been together this early know, to this record. Is, this is the early bird special. <laughs> it is. It's probably well, good. I've got like a clean, you know. Yeah, same. Same. Clear head. Maybe a little sleepy, but I'm waking up. It's ready to go. It's fresh. It feels good, man. It feels good to f get back together again because it's been one heck of a ride these past couple months. I mean, we've done so much alone, and then we've done some cool things together since the last time we got together. So Bitcoin Conference being one of them. And then, man, I've been moving. You've been shaking and moving. Shaking and moving? Yeah, man. Yeah. A lot changing. Where are we? It's uh, July 23rd? 21st. 21st. July 21st. Wednesday. So it's been a while since the conference. Yeah, dude. It was June 3rd and 4th or 4th and 5th. Yeah. Well, you know, I was as I was leaving for that conference, everything was changing for me. So yeah. I've been pretty busy. Woo! <laughs> What's the newest on the agenda? You know, uh, I've been getting back in. I've been listening to more podcasts and stuff lately that have been Bitcoin related. And a lot of it's been kind of like mining focused because I'm kind of like, well, obviously, because I'm kind of more invested into that space now. But I'm like, it's like with anything else in crypto, it's like the more you get into it the more you get into it you know what i mean like yeah, it's like it's like the more i uh it's you know right now it's really going super well so it's really like i'm wanting to scale a little more even though i already have a pretty good little operation going it's mm -hmm. like dang if i took that and you know doubled uh, it, or it by 50 percent or doubled it then i'm looking at you know yeah then i'm looking at bigger bigger btc more, numbers more sats yeah to stack so i'm looking at like my capital you know i'm looking at my property i'm looking at the possibility of you know leveraging something to my advantage because right now you can get mortgages for nothing yeah you know what i mean i could get a mortgage on my place already you know own and put that capital to work whether it's solar or whether it's more miners mm -hmm. um so we'll see that's been on my mind a lot lately <clears throat> so what's the what's been the biggest like factor to contributing to your your like interest for growing it is it like seeing seeing kind of the the results from it or like watching kind of what's happened so far from like the shutdown in china and miners coming to the u.s and well, i think i think there's uh the natural like you know you just want to see that number higher of every course. time i open my like i remember dreaming about man once i have 600 tera hashes that's gonna be fucking that's gonna be so cool <laughs> and now i you know i'm always checking in on it i check in on them like you know a couple times a day basically to make sure you know everything's up and running or whatever mm -hmm. and now it's like i want to see that number bigger 
And I do see, like, so literally, like, from the time I projected, from when I was planning this out, you know, kind of running the numbers of, like, when I thought I would get paid out, you know, paid back, return on investment and all that, like, I mean, I had already committed to that, and then all this shit happened, and then my stuff shows up, and I hook it up, and I'm, like, I'm doing almost double what I projected. Yeah. So, and I see this window in the next six months or so while the dust is settling. I mean, like literally like they're destroying miners. Miners are probably packed up all over the place. The hash mm-hmm. rates like way down. It just, it adjusted like, uh, two days ago again and went down like another 5%, which is nothing compared to the previous like 40% drop mm-hmm. or something, but it's like, yeah, it's going really well. Yeah, It's dude. like, and I think that there's like, it's, it's an era for mining where there's like this, this perfect storm in the market where like the hash rates kind of down, the price is kind of down right now, but we all know what's like about to happen. Like there's all this pent up energy in Bitcoin right now. Like, yeah, all you got to do, like I, you know, I mostly like I get it. If I'm into news and stuff, it's like usually on chain analysis stuff. Cause I like to see what the whales are doing. Where's the money? Where's the Bitcoin? Like, yeah, what, what's, how's it actually moving on chain and what, it, what the on chain data shows is like, you know, we've been talking about it this whole time. It's always just kicking the can down the road, but there's all this energy pent up behind Bitcoin. And yeah. like, while it's doing this game at 30,000, I'm just laughing. Cause I'm just like, dude, how has it stayed this low this long? And I'm grateful for it every day. You know, it gives me more opportunities to, you know, figure out a way to get a little more. It, and I'm already <clears throat> with things as it is as a miner, I'm already, you know, very profitable. So when the price goes up, I'm just going to be that much more, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, holy shit. Like, so I feel like there's this window in time where it's like, if I, if I act, you know, a certain way, I can just kind of take it up a notch. Um, but you know me, it's like, I get pulled in so many different directions in my life, whether it's, yeah, you know, whether it's, I want to go build a community or I got to work on my property or now I'm in a new relationship or I want to you know, yeah. start spreading the word of Bitcoin. I got to start learning to speak in public, but it's like I'm pulled like 50 different ways and I'm passionate about all these different things. So, yeah, we'll so. see how it settles out. There's just so much new, exciting stuff coming up. I'm I got going s- through that. Yeah. Like yeah. heavy right now because, uh, of you, are. you know, because <laughs> of course with, you know, not, not only, uh, the whole Bitcoin movement and wanting to continue uh, the podcast and other ventures that I enjoy doing, like my music and um, you know, it's, I, I get the, the factor of just trying to keep up with everything, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm learning now that it's like, as if I can do one, like if I can do one new thing a day, um, maintain the like the things that I enjoy doing on a day-to-day basis that are still like healthy and then slowly day by day kind of rid myself of of um just like the unhealthy behaviors on a day-to-day basis um it's like I'm starting to see that if I do it in like time like in increments day by day and I kind of track my progress. Um, I'm starting to see that that changes are happening um, in the direction that I want things to go. But 
it's because I'm like, I'm not trying to like do what I was doing before, which was try to fit everything in a day yeah, um, and try to do as much as I can in a day instead of, instead of just kind of enjoying my day and, you know, planning it out to where I have time to do that one new thing a day and keep up with the new things that I have been mm-hmm. um, taking on. So, so when you, in that sense, speaking about a new thing are we talking about like a little practice or like yep. exploring a new so thing like so like a, like a little bit of both well what i, I what do you go go ahead and what do you mean about the what was the second thing Cause like I, are you talking about adding in like a daily practice or like more like you want to learn about a new thing or expand on something okay or like so a it's it's a little bit of, of both thing. so i'll i mean yeah. i'll give you i'll give you a couple examples so um one thing that i started doing um Every day is like I'm on this Duolingo app and I'm learning, I'm doing like an intense lesson of Spanish each day. Like it's like 10, 15 minutes. Um, And then, um, and then I stopped drinking. Yeah. uh, I told you about that. Tell me about it. Has it been consistent this whole time? Yeah. Yesterday, uh, Garisa had wine with the girls here Mm -hmm. and she wanted me to like, she, wanted to know if i wanted to have a sip she's like it's really good so i was like yeah sure really so good. so i had a tiny little sip and i'm like mm, it is good yeah, yeah go ahead take it take it yeah. away <laughs> um, That's enough. but yeah um and it's like and now like around social gatherings and stuff like i don't even get the i don't even get the urge anymore so it's like um it's it, a that shift yeah it's 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 a nice thing and then um you know like uh today I I'm starting a new like activity with Fakai. Uh, yesterday it was like getting back on meditation, so it's like it's just like slowly te- slowly teetering on on things that I know I I enjoy doing, and then um, tomorrow I think I have like uh, I'm like learning music, so like the piano. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm wanting to learn music theory, mm-hmm. so it's like it's like I have to do it in increments because if I try to take it all on in one day, like I'm, I'm not going to be able to like map out everything, you know? So it's like, it's slowly kind of bringing these things in. So that's, those are the small adjustments that I've been making in, yeah, in my day to day. Yeah. I'm kind of going through something similar. I'm just, I'm looking to find balance with through like all this, I was going to say chaos, but I'm not, I don't mean that in a a negative way. It's just, there's a lot going on. There's just like, um, you know, uh, just navigating a lot. I have some exciting news that I don't think, you know, probably have more than one piece of news, but this is a big one. Um, so I'm going to Peru again. (gasps) When? Uh, end of August. I'm leaving on my birthday. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, with, with uh, Anna? Yes. Ooh, and she's going to try to ayahuasca. Well, she's been in the... She's been she's in the space. That's where I met her, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. the one that was out here. Met huh? her in the desert, yeah. Um, see, I'm really excited. I'm actually supposed to, after we do this thing, I'm going to meet up with, uh, you know, the guy who's heading up the group and get mm-hmm. all situated, and he's meeting with Anna, and they're going to meet. How many days? Uh, like two weeks. Snap. And you're going to yeah. go all the way into the jungle, go through the hole. <laughs> yeah, same thing I did last time. Same Snap. group. That's uh, 
like what? Okay, it's a little more than a month away. Yeah. So, so yeah. in the next, in a week or so, I'm starting to head that way already, but I'm going to be like really cleaning up everything. My diet, no weed, no alcohol. I mean, I already don't really drink, but you know, but I smoke. And so that's going away. I'm going to like really clean up everything for like a month and get really focused in on, um, getting clear on my intentions and making the best of that trip. And I'm really excited to share it with somebody. Um, I mean, I'm still just super excited. The dust is kind of settling a little bit from that initial, like, I mean, why is it, why is it important again for like taking on, because this is another thing I've been, uh, I've been thinking a little bit more about lately is, is psychedelics. Mm-hmm. and uh, the effects of different types, DMT versus ayahuasca versus, you know, shrooms and stuff. So um, why is it, why is it uh, uh, important through ayahuasca to, to like have a vehicle that's, you know, been kind of cleaned out versus one that's can continue to kind of take on the accrued behavior of the collective? Well, um, you know, on a physical level, you want to be cleaned out, you know, so that the medicine sits in there well and you're, like, just ready to receive. But, I, you know, I think that that same thing spreads to spirit and mind. It's just, like, about coming in with a clear, as clear a head as possible, clean as body as possible, you know. And I, you know, and for me, it's a spiritual thing. It's a, it's a, the spirit of the madre, the plant medicine, like, and it's like a, you know, you have to, um, or in my belief, you know, it's like if you, if I show up having given something up or really shown that I'm like putting my all into this thing, I get more results, you know? And I, you know, I mean, last time I went, it was completely life changing. Like the, the manifestations that I created that, you know, that kind of started back in those, the first time I went which was the end of 2019. A lot of that's like coming into fruition, like right now. Yeah, it's like Anna, like I purely feel like I manifested that like she's like exactly what I kind of created in my mind, you know. And um, yeah, so for me, the intention and really showing up, you know, humble and like really ready to receive is like super important. And I start to feel the, you know, even already, like I'm starting to feel the things kind of move around inside of me and it's pulling up, you know any of that stuff that needs to be worked through that I've kind of, uh, you know, been carrying around the last couple of years or my whole life, whatever it is, all types of different stuff. Um, so what, what would you, what would be your best, uh, Nate dog impression for why you believe like psychedelics are, are, um, kind of illegal on a mainstream like federal oh well that's easy level. yeah well i want i know you know <laughs> yeah, it's well, easy but so i love i love because to get your, uh, your take on it because the because listeners want to want to hear psychedelics expand our minds like psychedelics push us past um the the points that we didn't know existed they they push us further they push your you know our minds expands our whole uh, reality and with a more expansive reality, the illusions of 
of this kind of narrative, the, you know, the, the collective narrative, you know, that we observe, like that, a lot of that shit starts to shatter. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it, it, it doesn't serve the greedy and the rich. It's the same reason why, you know, Bitcoin moves as slowly as it does, which is fine. And Bitcoin needs to do its thing the way it does it, but it's the same thing. It's just like, it's preventing people from being more aware. It's preventing people from being more awake and making decisions from a place of responsibility and love and compassion and, you know, from seeing that real um, getting in touch with the, the truths. In my belief, you know, I think psychedelics let us see um, they kind of strip the other shit away and, and help you see reality in a way that's like, you know, more pure, or at least more expansive so that you can, so that I can, you know, look at a bigger picture to decide what, you know, because for me, again, this is, you know, this is all a video game. It's all create, you know, each one of us is a projector and we get to decide what we believe. So the, the with psychedelics, I can see a bigger picture and then I can draw and then I can crop that in and make my reality more my reality versus like living my life for somebody else. And <clears throat> I mean, I, I feel I like there's uh, there's a there is a big um, kind of perspective on people that they're like, this isn't their reality. It's just like it's just a thing that they're experiencing. It's just a thing that they're going through and they don't have really much of any control of their lives like i feel like because people well back to the psychedelic thing i i i i'm i'm on board because i i've been thinking about it for some time i feel like the when i really started experimenting with different types of psychedelics um and having the experiences that um that i went through it was it was it was very uh, kind of like perspective widening, you know, it was a very transformative experience for me because it was like, I've always experienced life extremely sober. Mm. And anytime I tried to use anything that, um, you know, that tweaked that a little bit, um, i.e. alcohol, really the only thing, um, Mm. and, and weed when I was younger, um, they never really, you know, I, d- I didn't really enjoy um, it at, at a young at a young age. And as I got older, I started to see that alcohol was more of a social thing to, to you know, more like a liquid courage thing to help strip off some of the anxieties um, so that you can be more um, open. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I started, you know, experimenting with different things that that really like shifted uh shifted senses that couldn't normally be shifted with anything else so like for example you know trying different things and then my vision you know like changes completely without me having the ability to you know to actually you know maneuver my cells and neurons to change my vision it was the, the plant that actually skewed what I was seeing. And, um, and then, you know, paradigms I feel broke down in, in my mind when I started really like feeling that I was not 
um, kind of like a separate entity in this big thing. It was just like I was a part of this whole thing and it's all a part of me and I'm doing all of this and it's like it's happening through the creation in my mind, like the ideas that I'm attending, you know, my mind on and the more I, the more time I spend thinking about those things, I can see that they're coming up as real events, real people, real situations, real choices in my life. So it's like I started to see that flow of creation uh, clearer because I knew that I was not only was I the observer, I was the, I was kind of the life force that was, that was bringing all of this to to causation because I'm the one experiencing it. So, um, it, it, it really like bridged this gap between who I was and who I grew up to be and how I believed things happened to me to being, uh, like face to face with, with a completely, I wouldn't say a completely different reality, just a more enhanced understanding of of that reality and and I looked back and and saw that it was like damn like I was I was really like going through life with like my eyes closed like and that's kind of what I feel the shift in um like my psychedelic uh experience I think that was kind of the biggest thing was was seeing that there were there was much more to reality, much more to possibility um, than what I previously believed. So I think that uh, people in power definitely want to either keep that to themselves or keep it suppressed as as best they can. But I just, with the earth being so freaking fast, like... And again, with the... You know, people in power are, like, keeping stuff like that. Like, that, it's only a matter of time, like, because, you know, whether we're talking about weed or money or psychedelic Bitcoin, like, it's, they're, like, from the inside out, we're changing. From, you know, from the individual level out, we're changing. So things are changing. In the United States, things start changing on a state level, mm-hmm. on a local level. And it's just like, I don't know, at the end of the day, like there's nothing that's going to stop this stuff from happening. And, you know, psychedelics is just one of the many things It happens to be like, a you know, a, a bigger part of my life, obviously, and a big part of my journey and the way that I learn. But like, you know, the, the, the same lessons can all be learned other ways for different people. And some people don't need the healing that I need. True. You know, it's different for everybody. But yeah, it's been... Uh, huge part of my journey because it's it's kind of like my it's the way I like to get out of my comfort zone you know because I can get kind of comfortable for an extended period of time and then I can like you know and then I like to go deep I like to go hard I like to go deep I like to you know get the most out of these experiences and um yeah I mean you know we've talked about it on here a lot but it's just completely life-changing for me you know and what do you think the, what do you think, uh, how, how do you feel about uh, this time around going with Anna and like kind yeah. of taking the whole trip? How's, how's your mind feeling about that? It's really exciting. It's interesting because now I have like, 
you know, the first time around, I really didn't have much of an image in my mind of what to expect. And it's, and which I think is, is great. It's nice having like uh, a wide open, you know, you know, uh, going into a scenario where it's like anything, it, it could look any way. And I really don't know. So it's quite a bit different because now I'm going again and I kind of know what it's going to look like. I at least know what certain parts are going to look like. But I have a feeling that the ceremonies themselves and my intentions and stuff, you know, the way that stuff's going to play out is going to be quite a bit different. Um, and with Anna there, I mean, I'm so excited to have a partner to share with. You know, last time I went with Dwayne, which was cool, but this is just a whole different, you know, level of intimacy. Someone to like, and she really like gets me like, I don't, I can talk to her about anything. And even if she doesn't understand my perspective or agree, it's like she can still listen to me or whatever. And it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, so I'm just, I'm really excited. I'm still, you know, the relationship's still new and I'm still working through all my, like, mainly what I find I'm working through with this is like just learning to believe I deserve that kind of love and that kind of like connection you know, because I find myself like when there's a little bit of distance, I don't see her for a little bit. Like I kind of drop into these old fear things where I start to think, oh, yeah. this, you know, like she's, of you know, course. this might happen or this is, you know, like this is too good to be true. This is going to go away. And then I feel my soul, I feel my heart closing up and then I'm like less able to receive her love, you know, but we talk about all this stuff like in real time. It's yeah. like we open up about everything and it's like, Oh, I was feeling this today. And you know what, whatever little jealousy thing came up or whatever the little shit is, you know? And, and um, she's pretty open about that as well. Oh, she's super open. She's very transparent. And at least it feels that way to me. I mean, I, I trust her and, um, <clears throat> feels like we pretty much share most everything together. Um, Especially as it pertains to us and our feelings and how, um, you know, how that's moving. Because we're like, we're going through very parallel experiences. It's like we're both logistically, it's like, oh, this is my future and this is your future. It's like two different paths in a lot of ways, you know, in certain ways. But then on in, in other levels, it's like this perfect, you know, everything feels right in line, but there's a lot of challenges. The universe is like, yeah, there's this, here's this beautiful thing and you're going to love it. And it's, but you're going to have to overcome this, this, and this, mm -hmm. you're going to have to face this fear, this fear, and this fear. You're going to have to learn to be a little more present and learn to not be projecting out two years into the future all the time and mm -hmm. just start like, you know, taking things as they come. And, um, again, you know, uh, my journey has been a lot about patience and uh, letting go of expectations and, and enjoying the current moment. That's one of the biggest things. Like I know that <clears throat> right off the bat that I'm looking to get as part of this trip is learning to enjoy my journey more. It's like regardless of how good things go for me, it's like I'm always looking off to the next thing instead of being like, oh, wow, this is like I'm not always. I shouldn't speak that way, but like. Oftentimes I can get out of the moment of just like, dude, my life's fucking amazing. Like I got to just sit in gratitude. Like, okay, here's my life. Like I don't really have to work if I don't want to. I do what I want to do. I have, you know, I own my property. I have this amazing new relationship. I have these new amazing people in my life. I have everything that like I wanted, like I, everything I could manifest, like I could, you know, come up with in my mind. It's kind of come to me. 
So I got to remember to enjoy that instead of just looking off into the mm. next, like, okay, well, let's, what's the next thing, right. you know? Yeah. Um, and, and that's on a small scale too. So it's like, if I'm painting a room, like enjoy every brush stroke. If I'm, you know, really getting back into, well, it just has to do with my habits. I'm just not, I'm not quite as, uh, in a place where I'm setting myself up to succeed and being present and like really, you know, and I'm, I'm really excited for this, uh, getting back to Peru. Cause I know that that's going to put me in line. Like, it's just, that's how it is. Like, yeah. I, cause I'm committed or, or we already got the tickets, you know, it's happening. So that means, that means my life is going to change Ducks again. Are in a row. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like I'm hoping this trip's going to be maybe a little bit more about integration. Like I just, I did so much work last time. It was a lot of tough work, like a lot of deep healing, ancestral shit, like just deep, deep cleansing. Yeah. And now it's like, I feel like I'm in a place where it's like, I've done so much of that. It's time to start like, you know, wrapping some of this stuff up. It's time to start like being okay with m moving into like that, you know, higher level of myself, the higher vibration, Nathan, that's just like fucking really kicking ass and is kind of done with being insecure and you know it's like just old patterns you know yeah and with psychedelics too it's like that i you know i think of it as like rewiring the pathways in our brains you know you know it seems like somehow it's like if you imagine all the pathways in your brain i imagine it's like they're all like in edit mode it's like if you get into a deep trip it's like edit mode like let's switch some of this shit around mm -hmm. let's rewire some of these like some of this is <laughs> fucked up like some oh, of you this haven't connected with you in a while let's yeah, just yeah, let's, let's get let's, you two together and it seems like yeah you can come through these experiences with like a profoundly like you know whether you want to call it rewiring your brain or just conditioning or you know expand whatever it consciousness. is consciousness like however you want to look at it it's fucking powerful um you know, one thing that you said earlier that it kind of triggered um, something in my head is when you were talking about when you would think about uh, some of these older uh, thoughts, these unhealthy thoughts that kind of like um, that slowly close your heart mm -hmm. when you're when you get into, you know, those old patterns. Um, it's uh, it's interesting that you said that because I'm thinking I, like over the past two weeks, I've been. Daily, this is uh, one of the new things that I've been trying mm -hmm. um, is is getting out of my um, going throughout my day and getting out of my headspace and and stop and, and like removing my focus going through my day thinking and living through my head mm -hmm. and um, like transitioning to like going through my days and feeling the world through my heart like it's there's. I think it, it sounds funny uh, to say it out loud, but to I'm not laughing. Yeah, well, in in I'm thinking, you know, and a lot sometimes when I, you know, when we st we speak on here, it's like I have to think about how other people are receiving this information. Like, as much as I'd love, which I feel like we'll get, uh, like I will get to a point because you're really you've you're very natural when you flow through these. You don't give a fuck what any, like who's listening. You're just talking to me. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's like, I, I have this, I also have this filter in my head. That's like, Hey, other people are listening. So I got to make sure to like, yeah, think about things or speak this way or like convey yeah. this, convey messages in a way. 
but um uh but going from uh you know living through my head and and feeling through my heart it, there's a there's there is like a I can feel a difference in when I'm moving throughout my day and I'm and I'm feeling the world through my heart because I can tell because I I'm much more sensitive to things mm. like I'm I'm much more sensitive to my surroundings um and I'm much more present in every moment so as things are happening I'm like I'm true like I'm really stepping into um the like the the core of of everything I'm kind of going through on a daily basis so like when Alessia throws a tantrum because there's something that she you know that's something that she cannot have or you know it's like seeing the raw energy of like a a two-year-old just express themselves in such a way it's like there's of course as a parent you can get annoyed or mad or whatever and you know but when you can sit there and really connect with with a you know with every experience on a heart-based level it's like it's hard to even compare it to what happens in your head when you're sitting there and you're watching the same experience and you're like, you know, and I'm thinking, Oh man, what am I, how can I get her to be quiet? What do you know? What's wrong? What's going on? How can I fix this? Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like yeah, a hundred different things are going through my mind when I'm, when I'm sitting there trying to logically think out everything and plan out everything throughout my day as I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's 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 definitely shifted um the way things happen the manner in which things happen and i'm starting to be more accepting of of the the things in my reality that aren't going so well but it's like it's learning that it's like yeah life can be you know 10% of uh things that are happening to you but it's you know it's really that 90% then on how you react or respond to it on mm-hmm. is, is how, you know, things may pan out in one way or another. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's just been, it's been really interesting because I've been able to, um, to kind of morph the way I respond to things, uh, in unhealthy ways. And it's allowed me to kind of just see the, uh, you know, just be there in the moment and enjoy really what's happening because there's, you got to make the best of what's, what's in front of you because there's, if I respond in a manner that I'm, that my past self has, has, you know, responded in, it, it's generally an, an unhealthy way, like aggressively or frustrating or, you know, and it's going to make the situation worse. But mm-hmm. what's been happening is, is I've been, more open about the way things are happening and now it's like you know this it just passes yeah it doesn't you know i don't have to put so much emphasis and so much of my uh you know my logic into making you know making simple choices it's like i live through my heart i can see very clearly how things flow naturally yeah and that natural flow is um for me, from what I'm, from what I feel, it's 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 inherent in my nature. And if I allow things to happen that way, you know, who's who's to say it may not be a better outcome than what I think I can logically put together and plan out and you know keep 
within confined spaces so that it goes the perfect way that I think it's going to go when it's like, no, like just kick back, really see what's happening. And you'll start to see, you know, the solutions provide themselves. You'll start to see mm-hmm. a little clearer, you know, on, on what's happening in front of me. So that's, yeah. Heart centered being living from the heart. I mean, yeah, that's, <clears throat> It's everything for me is, uh, you know, getting the practices into my life that keep me in that place more often. Cause I, I can shift really quickly. Like I feel like a very dynamic, like kind of volatile emotionally, like, you know, very sensitive things can like, you know, like I've been, you know, I feel pretty aware of this stuff in general, but lately it's been like really interesting. It's like talking with Anna, feeling one way, feeling really open. And then I get a little piece of information or she says a thing. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, that triggers insecurity, jealousy, and fear. And then I can feel it's like my body's closed off. I'm not feeling her energy anymore. I'm like in my own loop. And then my energy goes up into my brain and my brain's really good. My brain's very creative. It's very good at coming up with a bunch of different stories (laughs) been practicing my whole life making (laughs) shit up in my head so then you know uh yeah I can feel the shift immediately you know from heart to head and the head is can be a very confusing space it's uh you know it's a great tool um but sometimes sometimes yeah sometimes we're too smart for our own good or we're too you know definitely like you know bringing it down into my heart getting more, um, present and then just, um, taking each moment as it comes and letting it kind of set in my heart and like what feels like the thing, how I want to move forward definitely has, you know, paid off versus the like, cause it's kind of like the universe flows with or without us. Right. So it's like, I can get in that. I can get in this. If it's flow, it's like a river. Right. And maybe mm-hmm. sometimes it's kind of bouncy and rocky. Like there's rapids, you know, and it's like, I can either tense up and kind of sit there and like, oh, damn it, do this <laughs> or I can fucking flop around like a little kid and swim and play in the water, you know? Yeah. It's like, you know, that we're going to get where we're going one way or another so we can resist it and we yeah. can be all pissed off and, you know, blame this on other people or whatever, you know, whatever it is, the story that we make up in our heads about uh, any situation really, but definitely, um, I like the, I always love the analogy of the river. It's like, yeah. there's, there's a lot of different, uh, ways you can break it down. You know, like I, I think of it as like an individual who's, um, kind of resisting, like the, the river is the natural flow of law, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what the, what the individual does in that river is really going to determine what happens, you know, and for and, them, and, yeah. yeah, for them. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cause that we experience. can, we can be on the side of the river just watching them do whatever they're doing. Right. And I'd be like, yeah, you're not doing much <laughs> to change <laughs> things know, around and, you. You, you know, just kind of flop it. Yeah. Right? Or you're, or you're going up against, you know, you're walking yeah. up against the tide or you're swimming against, you know, yeah. the flow of the river and you're telling everybody that you're trying to get to this point. And if you, you know, if you, if, if you're standing in the, in the river, outside the river, or you're in the boat, you know, you're looking, uh, sir, the, the way you're trying to go is, is, is this way you're, you're, you're swimming in the wrong direction, you know? Yeah. And nah, then there's, you know, and then there's those people that are just standing in the river that just want to be stagnant. They don't want to grow. They don't want to do anything. They don't have anything they're shooting for. They just, 
you know, they're just, you know, they're going through life, just mm. standing in that same position, not wanting to expand their, uh, their experiences. And then you got those people swimming down the river, just having a good old time. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of different ways you can cut it. And I feel like life really, um, gives us this playing field. It really just gives us these, the tools and the, the reality. And it says, Hey, here's your canvas. A lot of different things you can do with it. But I feel like one thing I was really, one thing that caught my mind earlier was like, very, I'd, I'd like to think that most people had decent upbringings. I feel like there's a, a, a very small majority of people that had great lives from when they were born to like, you know, into their, into their years of adulthood. Um, but I feel like there's a, uh, there's a correlation between um uh like i don't want to know so this is what i'm this is what i'm thinking in my mind Mm -hmm. i'm trying i'm gonna kind of let all the let all the bullshit layers off uh i feel like you know for the vast majority of people a vast majority of people have struggled going growing up like Mm -hmm. one problem or another um really psychologically fucked up people you know like every individual no matter you walk down the street through a mall through a grocery store you talk to somebody everybody will have a a a very sad story Mm -hmm. at at least one person can remember an extremely sad story that they can tell you right off the top of their head without thinking about it right yeah and it's like even myself i i look back and i think about my life and it's like yeah, now that I've kind of healed from a lot of shit, it's like I can look back and and be thankful and grateful that I that I had the childhood and the upbringing and the adventure that I had. Um but then I think about like damn, what if I never went through a lot of this shit? You know, mm-hmm. like what if my parents had allowed me to do certain things that they didn't let me do? Um and I was talking to Carissa about this a couple of days ago. It was like for one one very small but uh it was meaningful to me when I was younger was my hair. Mm-hmm. Like I always wanted to grow my hair out when I was younger. And I finally, now that I like took the shackles off, left, uh, you know, a career and like did, I wanted to do things on my own terms. I grew up my hair and I, and I love it mm-hmm. and I love it. And it's like, man, why would it like, why didn't my parents let me grow out my hair? Like when I was younger, mm-hmm. like what was the big deal? Like, you know, was it control? Was it they wanted me to just look a certain way? They wanted me to be a certain way? Like, what What really was it? You know, because I, like, now my mom, like, now when she sees my hair, she loves it. She always touches it. And, you know, and I'm just like, yeah. what if my parents let me do the things that I really wanted to do when I was younger? You know, mm-hmm. like, and I think about the type of father I am and the type of father I want to be. Um, and especially to Vakai because, you know, Alessia is going to be able to pretty much do whatever she wants. I just have to keep a very close eye on her. <laughs> um, and Reyes, you know, I don't even think about her being older, dude. I just love the, her being a baby right now. But, oh, yeah. um, when it comes to Kai, like, you know, I want him to be able to, 
do the things that really drive him, you know, and, and one thing that he really likes right now, or one thing that he wants to do is grow his hair out too. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I can see kind of the, the other end of the spectrum because Mel doesn't, you know, she wants him to make, she wants to make sure he has a clean look mm -hmm. all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. And she tricked Kai into cutting his hair the most recent time. So now his mm. hair's, now his hair's a little shorter, but, um, but he was, he was not very happy about it. Yeah. And, um, and it's like, it's really small things like, like, you know, just something yeah. like that, that, that would have allowed me to express my individuality on another level. Um, another thing was like when I was younger in like elementary school, I loved singing, mm -hmm. loved it. Right. And, um, I, I had, a I was in a choir, like a Christmas performance choir and I remember going up and singing the song and blah, blah, blah. And then my dad like made fun of me. Mm -hmm. He said something and made fun of me. And I never like from that point on for a very long time, I didn't sing. Yeah. And now I love singing. And now I've learned like that my voice is actually pretty extensive. Like I've, I've, I've learned how to like maneuver and use my voice and sing in a, in a way. Mm -hmm. And it's like, gosh like and i look back and it like it hurts you know yeah. it hurts still um because it's like you never like you never know the possibilities of of who you could be or who you can be and uh or who you could be when you look back and 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 look at your past mm -hmm. but then i look at myself today and i take responsibility for who i am mm -hmm. and i i see that that uh, I see my past as, um, as really just a story now that I tell myself because mm -hmm. I can, I can change that story, you know, wh whether it be true or not would be only, you know, it'd be up to me, yeah. but now I can, now I can make the changes and now I can do the things that I, I wasn't able to do before. And now I have no excuses yeah. for, for anything that happens to me, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, I've, I've learned that it's like, the, the ebb and flow of life is like, it's, it's that, um, it's that connection between your, the mind, my, like my mind, my heart and everything that I'm going through and, um, the communication between my body and the outside world is, are the feelings like the sensations that go through my body, um, and those sensations that are triggered when things happen, you know, if it's either an individual having a conversation with me or, uh, you know, a car accident that I, that I witness or, you know, it's like, I can, I can really like, I've learned that it's like life is, is really about the energies and manipulating the energies and controlling the energies and directing the energies because it's like, I feel like when I grasped the, the idea that I was in control of my life, it, it also furthered um, my understanding and enhanced the idea that like, well then if I control like the thoughts that come in my head and the, the experiences that I'm coming in contact with, then the feelings that I'm, that I'm generating within my body can't be done by some other force. Like I have to also be, you know, uh, somehow participating in the flow of this energy. Um, 
And it's like, it's the intricate, deeper spiritual side of life that like we only talk about in, in intimate, you know, conversations and settings and environments where we feel safe and comfortable and vulnerable enough to like share this stuff. Um, and it's like, like, I feel like on a grand scale, it's like lost. Like when I, I, I can't, I can't go out in most cases, I feel like, and, and have conversations like this with friends or family that I'm really close to because of one reason or another. But, um, I'm in a space where I'm like, I'm becoming like fearless in the, the activities that I'm, I'm starting to do on a day-to-day basis because I see, um, like I see, for example, like the way my kids like, uh, like I just see the way they, uh, they are when it comes to like just random strangers, like random kids and random people. That's just like, they just want to love dude. They just want to like, they want to meet people and, and interact and connect. And like, you know, they, she sees a baby. She just wants to go and touch a baby, kiss a baby, you know? And she sees a little girl or Vakai. Like even when he was younger, he was just like kids. Like I learned so much through my kids and watching them and it's like it makes me want to shift in my like shift my perspective to be more open more inviting more you know loving to people yeah so where you're first talking about you know people's experiences their trauma their history and stuff like my belief on that is like you know, so like my story is an interesting story to some people would hear my story and be like, oh, man, like, fuck, dude, like you, you know, that was rough. Or how'd you, you know, how this, you know, how'd you get through that? Or, you know, they would hear it as like a, a sad story. And then other people would be like, dude, if you had any idea what I went through. Like mm-hmm. that shit's like, what do you mean? You had water? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Like you got food and water? And you got like a parent that took care of you. You mean you weren't a slave, like, you know, whatever the story is like, um, I really believe that there's a balance to everybody's story. So like, again, with Anna, like, you know, there's all these like parallels, like they're like, we have so much in common in terms of how we see the world or how like some of our insecurities, like shit that comes up for us. But I went and met her family and like her situ and it's like it's like black and white compared to mine. Like we're like it's like opposite. Like she was so taken care of in a lot of ways where I wasn't taken care of. But then I could see where her experience was really lacking. Right. In these other ways, like there's this balance. So to say, you know, like it's it's, you know, I, I believe on a soul level, like we, we pick kind of our journey, we pick our parents and we come here to have a certain experience to either, you know, maybe not everybody. I don't know. I don't know if some people are NPCs and they're just here to just be part of the matrix Mm -hmm. or if they just chose like, I just want a safe life. I just want to go kind of do, I want to dip my toe into the earth experience and try living amongst the people or whatever. But for me, it's like, I know that I chose something really big. I know that I chose my childhood, you know, my, not my childhood, maybe, but maybe my parents or whatever. Like I put myself into this game scenario, this reality so that I could have explosive growth, you know? And so, you know, you as a child and your parents not allowing you to cut your hair, like 
as a result, now you're here talking about it. Now you're here like under you're you're having that growth experience that's like, wait, my parents did something this way. I get to do something a little different with my son, you know, and our children are great for that because I can. I, if I go to that place, it's like, damn, dude, like my dad didn't let me play drums. Like, why didn't why wasn't I like brought into creativity when I was a kid? Why wasn't I read to like why you know, and it's kind of a bummer sometimes because I think about it's like all that could have been like all mm-hmm. this potential in this child that like, you know, because I'm a creative, brilliant person, I believe now. Right. But I didn't know that then. But our children are such a great opportunity. I mean, it's like, it's like these little recreations of us. It's like 2.0s and they're just like new and improved. And we get to make all these little adjustments because every parent, you know, I really believe that, you know, people are just doing the best they can. Even the ones that just completely abandon their children, they're just doing the best they can as a human, you know, for Um, themselves. Yeah. (laughs) They're doing the best they can for it. Right. We're all doing the best we can. I mean, cause at the end of the day, we're all pretty selfish. Like we're all like trying to survive and like we, you know, I, I think we, um, it feels really good to connect and, uh, share with other people. But I, you know, on a core level, like we tend to do things for ourselves and it's because again, once you, when you take care of yourself, when I take care of myself, like truly I'm taking care of others. So at the end of the day, it's not really selfish in my mind because I, my broad spec, my broad view is that I want to help others. So I have to help myself so that I can help others, you know? And, um, I don't know where it's going with that, but I was just thinking about, uh, you know, our journeys and how I, I really do believe that the universe, uh, gets us each to, it's like every second is a recalibration. Like we, it's input, output, you know, like you said, like your senses take everything in and then between our brains and our emotions, and the, the, deciding where we want to have that energy, you could have your energy down in your dick, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're ready to fuck. Like then yep. you're going to see a perspective, you're going to see a certain perspective or you could have your energy up in your head and whatever your brain likes to do, whatever my brain likes to do is going to put that spin on it. Um, so for me, a lot of it comes down to practices, you know practices that kind of strengthen my aura help get that you know like meditation and shit I mean yeah breath work you know ice baths running exercise whatever it is journaling all those practices that help get me out of my head or get the shit that's in my head out because it's it's in there there's a fucking factory that's just fucking it's just constantly pumping it out sure we got to ship things out yeah we have it overloaded And, uh, yeah, I've kind of been in a place where I'm like looking to get back more into those practices. Cause I was doing so well with a lot of that and it's gotten a little busy brain lately. I want to, I want to touch on something really quick. All right. Have you seen the movie soul? Yes. Okay. So do you remember the, the, um, the I want to watch center? it again. Like, so, okay. So they, um, uh, there's a part where, uh, they, uh, the guy dies and he goes to the great beyond, right? And he's mm-hmm. going on this little escalator up to this, to the white light. And then he tries to get out of it and he falls to, uh, I think he says the great before. And then they're changing it to the U seminar. Mm-hmm. And then they have all these little, like these little, uh, little like 
balls of humans that are like or like little souls you know yeah. like the little soul people that uh-huh. are running around yeah um and how they're like she's sending them to like oh you four are aloof and you 12 you are you 12 are yeah. self-centered <laughs> yeah 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 and he goes we probably should stop sending so many through there and yeah. um and it's like and he's like wait this is where you go to get personalities he's like whoa what do you think you're you're born with them? or you think like you get those along the way or something like yeah you know and it's crazy it's it, it uh it made me think about that when you were talking about how you think this whole thing's a game and how like you know some people are we choose our parents and all that stuff it's like and that I, it's it's funny how like disney kind of pushes that narrative or like has a has a has a movie about that kind of stuff because it's like yeah. well that's that's you know it's it's i think about that kind of that kind of movie coming out if i was like if i was younger and how it would shape the way i think about things like you know when i was younger you know they had ninja turtles and <laughs> ninja turtles. you know like you're just thinking about fucking yeah, mutant turtles yeah and power that rangers do, that could and do ninja <laughs> moves <laughs> yeah you know and like uh it's it's just funny to think about how uh how vast that idea has grown you know the the beyond our life and before our life there's like something there like there's this um very complex um structure to um this cycle we call life this life and death and you know what happens between the two and uh what happens after we die and like yeah before we come in and reincarnation and how it all plays out i think it's really trippy but um i wanted to ask if you had seen that movie because it's yeah i really liked it i want to watch it again because i feel like there's more i could get out of it because i think they put a lot in there um and uh i like (laughs) it's funny because i like thinking in things in those terms like the soul level, but then I also like to make the video game references. And to me, it's like, they're one and the same. It's like that soul is just the player. That's the real human logging in to play this game. You know what I mean? During the day and off in dream world, I could be off doing other things or tapping into other dimensions or cause there it's vast. It's like more endless. Right. But in here, there's a lot of restrictions. Um, but yeah, I liked that movie a lot. It's interesting that I'm like, you know, totally against like Disney. We talked about this a little bit with the Marvel movies, like all these stories and all this like value is in these movies. And yet it's like driven by what I would say is like evil in a sense. So it's, 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 it's an interesting thing because uh, I don't know. Cause, but it, all this stuff, it, it's, it's all like information that's been here. Like we've been knowing that there's a soul's journey. We've been knowing these truths. We've been telling these stories about these gods forever. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's always just repeating the same shit over and over again, you know? And it's like the Avengers movies is just like this new grand envisioning of our, like, you know, of this picture and it's and so many things that are so evil and corrupt and like crazy about our reality are like just there like right in front of you or just like so many messages are, that are so just uh right in your face but yeah like i don't but i don't know how people interpret stuff you know like 
so many things could be like so life changing or you could take something out of it. That's so like profound or kind of sh- shift your perspective or you could just go and be like, damn, that was sick. You know, I like, you know, you just really like the explosions or whatever, you know, whatever you're into. Yeah. Um, that's but, the variety. Uh, that's the spectrum of, I also really liked inside out. I'm sure you saw that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool. Cause that was like, you know, that was all kind of, um, emotional and then this like kind of took it up another level and i really like the part of the movie that i want to understand more about um uh soul was like you know because i'm looking to find kind of like zero in on like my purpose and learn to enjoy that mm-hmm. like and like that's a lot of what his journey was is like learning to like the appreciation for just what is just that moment of just like, wait, I'm a creator like every day. Like I'm just here doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all good. Like, cause he always wanted, you know, I don't know. I feel like there's just more I could get out of it watching again. I think I watched it once. Definitely. It was a while ago. Definitely. Yeah. You can get more because I, I've watched it multiple times. And, uh, the, the funny thing at the end where he's like, uh, he goes, Oh, you mentors thinking that you need to find, uh, he's like, the purpose isn't, your spark isn't your purpose. It's like, yeah, he's like, uh, you know, he just says it in that way where it's like, there's, there is no purpose. Like your, your purpose is what you make out of it. Like you yeah. find purpose in the things that you do. You, you know, if you do things purposefully, uh, I think you can get much more out of your experiences. Um, yeah, but uh, it's, that's, that's a tough thing. It's like when I've, I've learned that like the, this like truly successful people are doing things deliberately, uh, because they want to do them, you know? And it's, I feel like it's the same thing as, you know, people that live in purpose, like the successful mother is the mother that's, you know, doing it because she, deliberately wants to be the best mother she can be she's you know doing everything she can to take care of herself and her baby and nurture that life and it's the same thing in regards to you know people that want to be successful in other areas if they're well in it and successful is a tough word to define too because it's like you look at being a parent like well where's the line between successful and not Mm -hmm. and so learning to you know have that awareness in ourselves to not judge you know, like where, like, cause to me, it's like every, it should just, everything's a success. Cause I'm living, I'm here, right. I'm breathing. I'm having a moment. And what, I, as long as I'm able to learn from every experience, it's a success. So, you know, everyone has a different definition of success. Um, but I see what you're, I mean, you're just talking about like, you know, actively participating in your life, taking an active role, actually having, you know, intention to do a thing. And it's going to definitely feel more like success. Yeah. And then hopefully, because for me, it's like, I guess when I thought about that, I was like, man, I can get really focused on all the ways I fucked up as a father, but I've definitely been a successful father, right? Mm-hmm. From most people's perspective. Um, but it's, it's so it's important for though. like a reminder for myself is like, you know, is that uh, I'm always doing it how I need to do it. I'm always doing my best. But yeah. definitely, like, the more presence and intention I can put in to uh, anything, the more I tend to get, you know, results, preferable results, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so funny about saying, you know that 
Want to hear something crazy? Talking about movies? Of course. I don't know if I've already said this, but I'm going to say it again. Anna's never seen The Matrix. Oh, snap. She's never seen like a bunch of movies. Yeah. Uh, She's a big reader, which is awesome. And she's into a lot of like certain stuff, like in shows and stuff. But there's a lot of movies that like she just hasn't seen that I considered like shit that just everybody's seen. Yeah. Um, But The Matrix is like top of the list. I'm like, dude, you got to get on that. She's probably in a book club that like, She's like, she gets to talk with all her friends about this. She's like, you know, she, he's never read this book. He's never read this Could book be. either. He's like, well, she just knows I haven't read any of them. So we don't <laughs> even have to have those discussions. Can you believe it? I've read a couple. I will someday. Someday I'm going to be a reader. I keep saying that. Um, but yeah, I'm excited because I can like, I can watch it with her for the first time and see like, you know, it's fun to see people's react or it could be that thing where it's just kind of old and like, you know, I don't know. I think she'll get it. I mean, but I don't, when I first saw the matrix, I was like really young and I always liked it, but it was like, I, it was like later when I really started to see the, you know, how closely it paralleled like reality, like for me at least like, yeah, at first it was like, and I don't know if part of that's just like time or like just because of my awareness level, or if it's also about watching the movie yeah. multiple times. I think it's just a lot for me. It was like understanding. Like I didn't, I just didn't comprehend the higher, uh, the higher ways of thought or the the complexities on how I can spin the story. Like when I was younger, I was just seeing cool shit. You know, like yeah. people slowing down time and like stopping bullets and. Oh, yeah. bending backwards and just you know defying gravity stuff like that was really cool but the storyline of like the the deeper uh, like the deeper story to it and how it's uh the matrix is like the the structure of of reality and we are the you know the batteries that help power it it's it's just, it's trippy. It's definitely trippy, but yeah. I didn't think about any of that when I was when I was younger. It definitely took time. There's a lot of different ways to look at it too. Like it works different ways because you could look at it liter. You could look at it more on like a structural, like societal level, like as you know, kind of as people were kind of prisoners to the system that we really mm-hmm. didn't choose into, and somehow we're all supposed to be producers for this machine. Mm-hmm. that we never really decided like you know only us only humans are spinning our wheels like this yeah. like everybody else is just all the other animals just kind of live their lives like they do their thing they don't need to be vaccinated they're good <laughs> they're good like yeah. they let they let god or the universe take care of them and it works out and they all but as humans uh you know so you could look at it as like that way or more as like that whole reality is yeah. the matrix and there's something outside of that, yeah. you know, the, the real self, the real, I was watching just yesterday, like this video that was on YouTube where this guy went through and pointed out all these little, like extra little Easter eggs and stuff from the matrix. And it was really interesting. Cause I'm going to watch it again soon. I'm going to, whenever Anna wants to watch it, we'll watch it. And, uh, so I wanted to kind of like, you know, just learn some little shit. And there's all kinds of little clever shit that they did that like, I per- like now that I heard it, it's like, oh shit, that makes perfect sense. That's why you get a different feel in these scenes because they tinted it differently or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's all these things that are, you know, showing a clear division between the different levels of reality. And there's like his different levels of awakening where he wakens to like just first having an awareness 
And then actually like waking up out of that body, actually like being in his real body, Mm -hmm. then that's like getting into your physical body. Right. And then there's realizing he's the one, he's the creator. He's the badass. He's the fucking, he's, he's the creator. And, uh, that's pretty cool. How does that, I wonder how, I forgot how it translates over into the, into the, the actual reality that they're in where it's like, they're going to Zion and like, doing mm-hmm. a whole bunch of crazy stuff with like the actual robots that are, that are like, um, keeping all of them in pods and stuff. Yeah. So like, I, I think he like, I don't know if he develops the power outside the matrix. Is this in the other movies? Yeah. And like the set in the second and third okay. one. I'm not as familiar with that part. Yeah. I mean the matrix. I kind of want to watch them again. Or I kind of want to watch the other ones because I am kind of curious more like where that story goes. I've always been kind of like not that into the other ones, but, um, but yeah, cause they don't, in the first movie, they don't really get to that much. They just kind of like, it's like, okay, so now he knows he can fucking, he can get into the matrix and he can make changes from the inside out and start doing some good in there and they kind of leave it off. I w- I'm curious where that goes from there. Yeah. But I don't remember anything from the other movies. Yeah. No, they're <laughs> not, they're not, not as memorable as yeah. I wish them to be a tough one to follow up with and it's kind of like what do we know past that i mean if you look at like the parallels to um reality it's like we can sit here and talk about the soul's journey and life could be a simulation or whatever but we don't like but you know but you and i don't remember being dead or we don't remember we don't know what's going to be like after we die exactly we don't really know how the story unfolds out there yeah (laughs) it was something i was i was listening to somebody's testimony about um about reincarnation and how when they were reborn like they remembered their life their previous life and they were like the like the reason why certain babies cry when they're born is because like they remember that they're being born back into the you know born back into this you know dimension again and uh it's like after a certain period of time we like we just choose to forget our our past life Mm -hmm. like we just we day after day just forgetting and just going through spaces of like emptiness empty uh you know like empty nothingness mm-hmm. um yeah like and and not recalling memories like we transform and then uh create new memories through the reality that we're living but certain people I, like when they i remember this lady was telling a story about how when she was like 2 or 3 or something she was crying all night because she didn't have like her little toy that she slept with when she was younger in the life that she died. This was, wasn't this the woman that we talked to in Miami? Yeah. Yeah. She was, okay. When you were talking about this, that story was coming back to me because that was pretty (laughs) fucking, that was pretty cool to hear. We, and I want to get her on. Um, her name's escaping me right now. Uh, which one was it? The one that at our, that was at our Airbnb. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> forgot about do you that still lady, got it dude. do you got her name no i don't not off the no definitely not so I completely forgot um that's funny yeah as you were saying that like that popped back into my head so i was thinking as you were saying that i'm thinking about like a newborn baby and like this 
you know, what we bring in on a soul level and you're talking about memories. So like, it's like our brain is freshly formed, right? There's like nothing there. It's just like pure experience and just absorbing new information and colors and shapes. But I feel like with that lack of what's going on up there in the brain, like as a newborn, you'd be completely in touch with what was in your soul, like memory. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like, and then when you're one years old and two years old, let's say like now you're like, you know, 20% connected to that past experience and that, but now you're like much more into this 3d reality. You're starting to have a sense of self, uh, you know, separation from your parents, whatever, like the developments of like a new, child are and just thinking about how and with energy again too like think about how like little is probably going on up here you know i mean stuff's firing and forming but like you you, i feel like your energy center is like a newborn it would be like i don't know pure soul pure heart just pure like openness just uh pure sensitivity like like newborns are so trippy like thinking about like a newborn that cries what like there's a reason for that yeah like think about like they're having some intense experience you know that we can't understand because as long as we've been you know i mean people connect with early experiences all the time so i'm i should speak from i like i don't really have memories or experiences from really young you know Mm -hmm. my experiences start when i started like forming language around things and making memories in my in my head brain um but i don't i love babies for that reason it's like looking at raya it's just like oh, it's just pure magic like yeah. every moment is just brand new for them just experience 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 they don't have to filter out language they don't have to filter out it's just like <laughs> pure intake yeah. all this intense new shit all the time like it's funny too because their hearts are beating at a faster rate. Like they're like they're experiencing things at like a in a, in such a different manner that we are because their hearts are beating. Like I've listened to her heart on like we have oh, yeah, stethoscopes here, and we just you know we'll just mess around and I'll listen to her heart versus uh, Alessia's heart versus Kai's heart versus my heart versus you know, and it's like. It's so crazy slower. to yeah, it gets slower the older you get for some reason, but it's yeah. like I've. I've experienced uh, things where like I've I've like consciously while sitting like like s um, accelerated the the beat of my heart and it's like a different feeling like it's not it it feels very um, it's it's like a different feeling dude like it's I don't I I'll, I'll we'll we'll go through it a little later we'll talk about it a little later yeah. But it's That's like interesting. It's so that trippy. Makes sense. I think so when you said that I started thinking about time, you know, and relativity of time and how like as we get older time seems to go by quicker. Mm-hmm. And think about how that works with like a quick think about like the rhythm of the heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And if you took the rhythm rhythm of the heartbeat and then, you know, everything was proportional to that, you know. Mm-hmm. You know. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. it's 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 I can't explain it. Because it's it's a feeling. It's it's really like it's a it's it's great. It like stretches beyond what I can say in words. Like if we sit and go through the practice, mm-hmm. then it's like because time is like the construct that I used to think about to get into like deep meditations. Mm-hmm. So I would I would breathe and breathe and breathe and and then I'd start then I then I uh, introduce the idea of time mm-hmm. and then through my breath like 
translate it through like the moments between breaths like and it i don't know it's it's just a way that helps me get to a different meditative state but yeah um but when your heart like when my heart's beating like at a at a high rate it's like i'm i'm like i'm outside of like i'm out of body like i'm having this weird out of body experience and time is like time is like shifting in such a I don't even know, dude. I can't even tell you. I can't, yeah. I can't explain it. I'm just maybe your physical body is like separating a little bit from your uh I don't know, more it's spirit like, body because of a because uh, of a slowing down. I don't know. It's like a merging, dude. Like <laughs> that's it the best way I can explain it is it's, it's like a merging of dream and and physical reality. Mm-hmm. That's the best way I can do it and if there's any way I can even elaborate on that because in dreams, I feel like because everything's happening simultaneously, it's so hard to control anything. Mm-hmm. And here, because everything's so like dense and this reality is very solid and and it's measured, sl- you know, a, with a slower rate of experience mm-hmm. um, because there's a delay from when we generate thoughts, take attention to them and then manifest them like there's there's like a there's a scale on it for some mm-hmm. reason but um or at least the way we experience at least the it. way yeah at least yeah. the way i'm experiencing it but yeah. as my as i sit breathe and consciously put myself through this um phase mm-hmm. uh it's it's a very um it's it's scary because that fear of death comes in like grant like it that's when i'm the most afraid of for my life and i I think it's my ego talking to me when when that happens Mm -hmm. but it's like when i get to that point it sheds every belief that like i've ever thought of and like my thought of this idea that i've built that i've taken so long to build shatter and then there's something else that I'm faced with that mm-hmm. I have like I'm have complete um uncertainty to like it's complete unknown it's like mm-hmm. the scariest thing yeah and so um I'm, I feel like we've been talking about this for a while yeah different forms like are similar like you getting to a, a place yeah uh do a bunch of mushrooms yeah like a whole bunch we need to dude you're a big dude you need like a bunch of mushrooms dude no you need not like even that, you need that, like a bunch dude bro. that night in in uh rocky point yeah i don't know why i went to but bed the, <laughs> i don't I know, know i literally you know, was, I was literally just talking about that yesterday to <laughs> hannah that time i was like i was and it was from the perspective i was like dude christian and i were supposed to do mushrooms and he fucking disappears yeah and then i'm all alone <laughs> and he's up there alone in his bed like our next to Kadisa in the dark like what I like was what was so he doing mad at myself for that <laughs> dude oh. pretty funny. but it ended up you know like it was a great again it's like i with that you know it's a funny story but it's like but i had my journey alone in my room and did what i needed to do that night you know yeah. everybody got what they needed it just was kind of funny yeah but like <clears throat> yeah dude but like on a heavy dose when you can fucking when it really knocks you out of your body 
Ego Buster dose. Oh, man. You could break down some walls, man. I need that. The Ego yeah. Buster 3000. Yeah. Do a heavy, heavy load. Just go all in. <laughs> Sounds Put yourself so in a safe place and... Uh, and load up. Yeah. I don't know. For me, that stuff, like, I have to revisit it a lot. Like, uh, that's why I'm so excited to go to Peru. Because, like, for me, I need, like, a tune-up once in a while. Like, a reminder, you know. So whether it ends up being some, you know shit where i experience some kind of death or some rough night or whatever i know at the other side of that there's like so much freedom and release and peace and yeah and for me like psychedelics is a great tool for that yeah and i you know it's never it's never recreational for me it's always like i'm looking to do some work and get some shit done and and it's it's incredibly effective um but i'm excited for like uh Maybe a little more integration and just like a little bit, like I said, like just I've kind of like uh, unlocked all these things in my life. And now it's time to like step into that power, like make that uh, that last little push to like give me the confidence to really take things to where, you know, yeah, just shedding more old shit. I'm excited to be there with Anna, my new favorite person right now. Good times, hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, and I'm excited then, for uh, you, dude. We're all gonna get everyone buying Bitcoin and trading directly. I'm starting to see more opportunities in my life where I can like trade, like tell someone, like, hey, instead of giving me this money, I'm gonna give you Bitcoin. I'm gonna set you up a wallet. You're gonna thank me later, and uh, it's cool. Like, I want to start just keep spreading it as much as I can. Number of people going up, dude. Yeah, and this, um, you know, this podcast I was listening to yesterday was a lot about um, mining and, you know, just the idea that the this narrative that's been around, like, oh, don't mine unless you're, like, a professional. Like, it's scary. You're going to lose money. The equipment's expensive. You got to do this, this, that. Like, I'm excited. The thing that happened with China and stuff has been, I think it's so great for Bitcoin. Because, like, so many miners are going to move. It's going to help distribute the network a bunch. And a bunch, bunch of people are going to come to America. Or they already are, obviously. And uh, I'm just excited. You know, I'm always excited. I'm always teetering between excited and other stuff. But I excited, like it. Excited's always there. I like it. The underlying thing. Yeah, dude. Well, let's get the let's let's get the people out there. Buying Bitcoin, making smart financial decisions, loving each other, connecting with each other. You don't even have to make smart financial decisions. Just buy Bitcoin. Yeah. And then works. forget the rest. Yeah. And, uh, I probably then you don't have to worry. Dude, because the <laughs> banks are going down. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's not sustainable. You know. Dude. It's not sustainable. Uh, might be for a while. Um. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm very grateful to be at the in at the beginning of this. Um, cause it still is the beginning. This is a long road. It's a long road, and I'm grateful to be here, like part of it at this time. And feel so like I have so much great information that I feel like a lot of people don't have. So I'm just grateful that it's you know come my way. The universe is taking care of me. And we're just sprinkling it. 
through this medium. Yeah, as much as I can, as much as we can. This is a lot of fun. As always, man. Yeah. Until next time. Yeah, it's good to get together. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. Thanks to anyone listening. Learn about Bitcoin. Take care of each other. Love each other. Turn off your TV. And uh, love, well. lo- love yourself. Take care of yourself. Love you all. See you guys in a week.